Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Time for the zone to be joined by former Razorback baseball player and current Diamond Hog color commentator, Bubba Carpenter. Bubba Carpenter is brought to you by Johnston's Home Center in Benton. Visit them on the web at johnstonshomecenter.com. Johnston's Home Center in Benton. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. Now, let's play ball with Bubba Carpenter. Oh, Bubba, welcome back. How are you? It's a new season. Things are good. What's going on with you? Fellas, what's going on? I tell you what, um, it's kind of for me, the minute the Super Bowl wins, I don't want to send any uh, basketball fans out there, but for me, the minute the Super Bowl ends, it feels like baseball season. It is upon us, Bubba. We're ready. And we still got some basketball to play, but we'll take it. We'll take it for sure. It's nice to have a replacement for football being over. Uh, Bubby, it sounds like you're talking to us on a, uh, a phone made of cotton. I don't know if we can do anything about that, but it's good to have you back. What have you done since we left you in <laughs> Omaha? <laughs> you want me to change? You're, I'm in my truck. Can you not hear me? I, this just sounds a little muffled. I don't know if you're on the uh, Bluetooth or not, but. Uh... Yeah, let me try to fix it. Gosh. Is that how we're going to start? You know what? Yeah. Hey, first yep. game jitters, Bubba. First game jitters happens. I mean, you think a veteran would be better in the first game back, but I guess everybody goes through those first game jitters. Yeah. Bubba, did you ever watch Charlie Brown growing up? It sounds like uh, you're the teacher and we're the class. <laughs> that, that is so I much better. What, I just talked to Phil. I just talked to Phil. He didn't complain about it. And yeah. if anyone's going to complain about it, Phil's going to. Is that better? Well, nobody's listening to his yeah. show anyway, so we need to be clear over here. Does that sound better? I changed it. Yeah, much better. Just kidding, Phil. I love you, and I love you too, Bubba. Hey, I'm here for you guys. You sound amazing. Sound amazing. Uh, if I mean, because if we do, we can start a we can start a GoFundMe and get you a new phone if we have to. But anyway, listen. Um, it's great to have you back. In all seriousness, and we're excited. Uh, let me start with one negative thing, and then we'll talk about all the positive things. Obviously, losing Wiggins was disappointing, but at the same time, Dave Van Horn had just told us a couple of weeks ago, and you know maybe he was tempting fate a little bit, but that this is the deepest pitching staff he's ever had. So you can certainly afford it. You hate to lose an ace like that. And at the end of the day, look, I don't like it for Arkansas baseball. I don't like it for the fans. But we always like to say, hey, look, I hate it for the kid more than anybody because nobody was more excited about playing than Jackson Wiggins, I'm sure. Well, it's tough, guys. I mean, it really is. You feel bad for Jackson. He worked hard, and he was looking the best he's ever looked. But that's part of the game. You know what, though? He'll rehab. He'll come back. And that guy's going to pitch a long time in the major leagues. I mean, he's uh, destined to to take that route. So, uh Hopefully we'll get him back here next year, and uh, and he'll be healthy. But man, there's guys that's got to step up now. And you know, I got to see one of them pitch yesterday. Uh, Hunter Holland uh, is a guy that's liable to slide into that that uh, that uh, Sunday role for us against uh, Oklahoma State this weekend. He's a six-five lefty, upper eighty to reach ninety-three yesterday. But he looks like an SEC pitcher. He's the real deal. Um, and then there's other guys, man. There's there's there is a ton of depth on this rotation, and it's just a, a matter of who's going to step up and uh, and and uh, and take on that role. Who are the weekend guys next weekend? You think? Well, I think this weekend you're looking at Hagen Smith on Friday night against Texas. You got Will McIntyre Saturday uh, against TCU, and then Hunter Holland. I think will start Game Three against Oklahoma State. I tell you, Oklahoma State's got some tough left-handed bats in the lineup. Hunter Holland. He's a six-five lefty, and I watched him pitch yesterday. And, and good left-handed hitters 
uh, Peyton Stovall, uh, Slavin, Borfin. Those guys did not look comfortable against mm-hmm. Hunter Holland. He is really tough on lefties, so I think he's gonna. I, I think he's a good call to start that that uh, that third game in uh, at Globe Life Field this this coming weekend. Um, but you know who who knows, guys? It, it's hard to say. And Dave's the master of putting it all together. There's other guys, Cody Adcock, to take on that role. Um, you know, you got Zach Morris. You know, you all Zach showed me something last year when he came in that game in Omaha with a bases loaded, nobody out against Ole Miss in the elimination game and got out of that jam. Mm. That showed me a lot about Zach Morris. And so, you know, he's, he's another guy that can step into one of those roles. So they got, they've got a lot of options. It's just a matter of just figuring it out, uh, putting the puzzle pieces in the right place. When you got a big pitcher on the mound, and you talked about Holland, who stands 6'5", you obviously lose, you know, Wiggins, who's 6'6". As a hitter, does that add to the intimidation factor at all? Or are you more worried about, I guess, what their miles per hour are? You know, it's really more about the, you know, if you're a good hitter, you're not intimidated by anybody, but it's more really about your perceived velocity. You take a guy like Hunter Holland, he's throwing three quarters. So as a left-handed hitter, it's coming right off of your right shoulder. He releases the ball a couple of feet farther than a typical pitcher would. So if the radar gun says 93, perceived velocity says about 98, 99, because he's so much closer to the plate. He really looks like a kind of a Randy Johnson, kind of a smaller, big unit type of pitcher out there on the mound. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think he's going to be tough. Well, you should call him that then, the small, big unit. Yeah, I'll try that. I don't know how that will go over, though. It can okay. be taken a lot of different ways. Yes, for sure. For sure. No doubt about that. We're talking to Bubba Carpenter, <laughs> brought to you by Johnson's Home Center on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. You mentioned Hagen Smith, and I haven't announced this yet, but I'll go ahead and just let the cat out of the bag right now. He is going to be joining us all season long courtesy of our friends over at John Mark Goings Allstate. And he's a guy, certainly, that will be leaned on heavily. It sounds like he'll be the first-day starter. So what are your expectations from him in his sophomore campaign? Okay, I'm expecting big things. I think he grew up a lot last year. You know, he, he started out great, uh, had some struggles. You know, the, the numbers, the analytics showed that I think he just had a little bit of fatigue. They set him out at the starting rotation. They put him in the bullpen. Hey, and he had some huge outings out of the bullpen. If you remember uh, Oklahoma State in the, in the regional, I mean, he really had some uh, got some big outs in that game. And uh, I think he grew up a lot. I think he matured. Um, I expect big things out of him. You know, his best, he's got multiple weapons to get you out with. I think his changeup, believe it or not, out of all of his pitches, his changeup's probably his best weapon. And he really didn't have it most of the time last year. But, boy, he's been really good this this fall and early spring, and uh, I think he's a, he definitely looks like a Friday night starter, and I think he's going to step up and uh, do a great job for us. What about Brady Tiger? You mentioned him already. He's getting some preseason love, and he was a guy last year that there was a lot of conversation about him eventually becoming a starter. Clearly that won't be the role for him out of the gate. What what do you expect from him this year, and what, what kind of role will he play? Yeah, I think he's going to be a high-leverage guy, whether you call him, call him a closer or – maybe come in in the sixth inning to, to get out of the jam. He's going to be that guy that we, we rely on. He started yesterday in the scrimmage game. You know, he just doesn't look the same as a starter. He, he wasn't real sharp. He doesn't have that same fire. He's kind of a Ricky Vaughn, mm. come out of the bullpen with his hair on fire, throw that mid-90s fastball and that nasty curveball. He just, as a starter, when he's using multiple pitches, he doesn't look the same to me. Um 
But I think he's going to settle into a, a late-inning role, whether it be closer or, like I said, just that, that high-leverage type guy that can get a, get you out of a big situation. And that's what I love about Van Horn and Matt Hobbs is you don't have to be. A closer doesn't mean you're pitching in the ninth inning. A closer can you can you can close out a game in the sixth inning with the bases loaded uh, situation. You bring that guy in to get you out of that. That can win the game for you. So I think uh, we've got a lot of guys down at the back end of that bullpen that are going to be able to, to serve those roles. And I think Brady's going to be a big part of that. So it's the ninth inning against Texas Friday night, and Arkansas has a one-run lead. Tiger's already been in the game, and he's out. Who's closing this thing out? Well, I tell you, we got uh, we got Cody Franks, another one that's real nasty. Uh, that could come in and get some outs. Cody Adcock, the guy that started his career at Ole Miss with Crowder, came here. Cody's been great this whole fall uh, and early spring. You know, those are two guys. There's a freshman, Gage Wood, that I saw pitch yesterday. Looked really good. Closed out the game for the uh, he, he closed out the game for the um, great team yesterday, and he looked good as a freshman. Boy, he's a stocky guy, kind of a bulldog on the mound. They've got a lot of weapons they could go to, and I'm leaving guys out. You know, you got you got other guys that could come in. Dylan Carter's had a really good fall. Uh, he's he, he could be another guy that could come in. Zach Morris, uh, you know, if they had to go to a lefty in a matchup situation, Zach could close the game out. But there's so many options right now, and you know, it's uh, it, it's a good luxury to have. But boy, there's a lot of things for this this coaching staff to figure out. Bubba Carpenter joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Again, if you're just tuning in, it's brought to you by Johnston's Home Center down in Benton. Let me ask you about uh, some offense here. And, you know, you're replacing Riddle Infield, and I think everybody feels pretty good about Peyton Stovall sliding over to second. How about him defensively? How's he looked in the in the camp here so far to you? Hey, he looked good yesterday. Made, made a couple good plays yesterday, ranging to his, to his left. Um, I think Peyton's going to do a good job. Um, John Bolton was at shortstop yesterday for the red team, which was basically that's, that's the kind of the starting lineup that you're going to see Friday night. Uh, Bolton made a couple of really good plays. Um, here's the thing, guys, is we're never going to see what we had last hmm. year. Phil gave me an interesting stat. He said that 90% of our defensive assists are gone from last year. Hmm. You know, we're we're never going to have what we had last year with Caden Wallace, Jalen Battles, Robert Moore, and the Tate Solo at first. We can kind of recreate that with some other good players, and I think that's what Dave's done. But you know, I think we got kind of spoiled with that last year. But in, in, in answer to your question, Peyton looked really good yesterday. He was hitting two hole. Uh, he looked good at second base, and so you know, if you want to know about any of the new players, there's a couple. There's a few guys that I really like. Uh, Tavian Josenberger center fielder uh he's he's a true leadoff guy had a great at bat yesterday uh like a nine pitch at bat he ended up striking out in that at bat against Dylan Carter but he fouled the ball down the right field line just foul uh hit a fastball fought it off down the left field line almost home run distance but foul ultimately struck out but it was like a nine or ten pitch at bat shows what he's able to do he's really patient at the plate uh, but I think he's a true leadoff guy. We haven't had in a while. I think we got a couple other guys, big right-handed hitters that look like big physical SEC guys. Caleb Cowley played third yesterday. Probably going to be the starting third base. So hit a ball 443 feet, 110 exit below off the bat. An absolute freaking bomb. Hit it off the Gage Wood, who was throwing hard. Um, and then Jared Wegner is a guy that I love. 
watching him in left mm-hmm. field. Another veteran guy, we got him from Creighton, put up good numbers at Creighton. Now, it's a different animal when you get into SEC, but he looks the part, a uh, big, strong, right-handed hitting outfielder, uh, can move for a big guy. I think uh, I think he's a huge addition. I mean, there's a, there's a whole lot to get excited about with this team. Who will be the best hitter on this team? Well, I tell you what, that's, that's tough to say. So I'll give you, if you look at the top of this lineup, well, you can even stick so. I'll give you Tavian Josenberg leading off. I don't know, you didn't really ask this, but I'll, I'll tell you. Thanks so on the two old Caleb Cowley, three, Brady Clavin's four, Jared Wagner, fifth, Jay Swarth, and sixth. That's six really good hitters that, that can all hit the ball out of the yard. They've all got power. They, they don't have a lot of swing and miss. They're pretty good discipline at the plate. Then behind that, you've got, uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to be Polk or the Holland, the the, the catchers. Um, John Bolton hitting uh, what? He'll probably end up in there playing shortstop, hitting at the bottom of the lineup. And then Kendall Diggs is going to be in there somewhere, I would say. And Jason Jones is another guy. Diggs and Jason Jones probably right now battling for that DH role. They're both injured right now. Got got leg injuries, but they're going to be ready for the weekend. Diggs hit yesterday but didn't run the bases. He looked really good at the plate. So, once again, you throw him, he may end up in the middle of that lineup. So, I'm telling you, I don't know if there's one guy you can put your finger on yet, but I, I will say Caleb Cowley really has impressed me. What little bit I've seen him, he hit three-hole yesterday. Uh, he, he looks he looks the part, and I think he's a, he's going to be a big part in the middle of this lineup. Bill, are we settled at catcher? Well, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it, it's hard to say. Um, you know, Polk was the catcher yesterday. He looked good. Um, I think he's probably going to be your starter if we play today. Uh, right-handed hitter. Um, you know, it, it's hard to say. Allen's a switch hitter. You know, which he brings. He brings a little bit. I think it might be a situation where one of them will catch two games, the other will catch one. I know they've been calling pitches, and and Hobbs has been standing behind the plate. So when they call a pitch that Hobbs doesn't like, he'll call him out and say, "Hey, you know." A risky call right there. You got away with it, but a risky call. So I think uh, I think they're still kind of feeling that out. But I, I like both those guys. They both look good. Um, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. But I'd say right now, if we started tomorrow, Hudson Polk would be the guy that would be the starter. Uh, he had seven hole yesterday. He looked pretty good at the play. He looked looked really good behind the dish. And uh, so so we'll see what happens. Uh, let me ask you about the schedule a little bit, Bubba. You know, in football, you see teams typically schedule teams that you're expected to beat the holy crap out of right out of the gate. Basketball, same thing. Tip, unless you're playing one of these preseason deals like Arkansas is, you're a lot of times playing these teams that you're expected to beat the heck out of. You like playing top 20 teams out of the gate, or would you rather ease into it with some some more easy games, I guess? You know, I like this. And by the way, I called Roland uh, Holland. I'm sorry. I know it's you meant. Parker Roland. I'm sorry. So I, I was thinking about Hunter Holland. I'm still still stuck on him. But no, to answer your question, uh, I really do. I like uh, I like the fact that we're just getting jumping right into the fire, uh, playing playing three ranked teams right off the bat. I think it's going to give us a good idea where we're at. And I know these guys are hungry. They've been inter squad against each other. They're just foaming at the mouth to get out there and see new competition. They're tired of beating up on each other. So I think it's good. It's going to be a good test for us. But if you know what happens these first these first three games doesn't define the season. 
you know, we might go in there and get swept, who knows, and then oh. end up in Omaha. No. It's happened before. We might go in there and win all three and then fizzle yeah. out. I mean, you just don't really know. But I like the fact that we're not opening up with a cupcake. We're going out there against good competition. And, and fellas, how can you beat it? You're opening up against University of Texas at Globe Life Field. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that on a Friday night at 7 o'clock. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I will say I encourage people to listen to Phil on the broadcast. I assume you're not making the trip down. No, I'm going. Oh, okay, Whoa. great. Going. Whoa, uh, even better. Bill's got Bill's got basketball, so I'm uh, I'm doing the games with Brett Dolan. Okay, great. So I'll be there. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, get to go down there for opening day. So uh, it's it's uh, it's one that I didn't want to miss. Great. Well, that's great. You get Texas, TCU, and Oklahoma State all in the top twenty, and Oklahoma State's in the top ten. And I will also say that you need to listen to it on the buzz, folks, because it's also being televised, if you want to call it that, or streamed by Flow Sports and. John Neighbors of our staff hates Flow Sports so much. He went ahead and bought tickets, and he's going to the games down there. So I encourage a lot of other fans to either listen in or do the same because Flow Sports is basically unwatchable. Let's keep it real. <laughs> I hate to be too critical of anyone in the media, but I tell you what, it was painful to watch some of the Flow Sports stuff last year. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely – it's worth the drive down there. Or if, if you can't make it down there, turn on the radio and listen to Brett Dolan and I. Uh, we've never done a game together, but I know Brad, he's a good baseball guy. He's been around the game yeah. forever. And I think uh, I think we're going to have a lot of fun on the air. And I think we're going to have fun talking about this team, describing this team to the listeners out there, because I think there's a lot of exciting things to talk about. Don't forget your bat. And hopefully Brett uh, calls the white pole the right thing, so you guys don't have to argue about that. Uh, we've already got that cleared up. So, he's uh, yeah, we're, we're in good shape. We're going to split the booth 50-50. Uh, I get about one tenth of the the booth when Phil's there, but we're going to split it down the middle, fifty fifty. Brett Dolan and I, so really super excited about that. I can actually spread my stuff out a little bit, my hit kit, and we'll uh, we're we're gonna have a good time with it. I, I did tell Phil today I would have a moment of silence for him before the game, but then after that we're gonna get down to business. I love it. Don't forget your bat, and uh, yep, we'll be listening for the foul pole calls. I appreciate you, Bubba. Hey, guys, good talking to you guys. Looking forward to this season. I appreciate oh, y'all having me on. It's awesome. We're going to wrap in Omaha again, buddy. You know this. That's right. It's the only way to do it. I love it. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good trip. All right, thanks, fellas. All right. Go on. All right.